The Tennessee Titans kick off 2023 training camp today with 90 players fighting for 53 spots. I'll tell you who I think is going to make the cut with my pre-training camp 53-man roster predictions on today's Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, got a great episode for you guys today as the Titans officially report. For the first day of training camp, we're going to go through the entire 90-man roster, and I'll tell you who I think gets the 53 spots available for the Titans when cut-down day arrives. Before we get into all of that, do want to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked on Titans is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle, so for the parts that fit, Head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day, Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free on all apps. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast where it's your team every day. Of course, throughout the episode, let me know what you guys think about my roster decisions, who you think is going to make the team, who you think is not going to make the team. If I think someone is going to make it, it's going to be great to have the conversation as we go through. Uh, Have a little bit of a visual aid for you guys as well that I want to dive into here to help us go through these roster decisions and this roster prediction. So I'm going to go ahead Throw that up on the screen for us here. Really excited to be able to dive into all of this with you guys. So, going to be looking at the roster, trying to delete some names, figure out who we're going to get certain spots. Um, So, we'll dive into all of that right now, and we have to start with the quarterback position. So, at the quarterback position, we have Ryan Tannehill, we have Will Levis, we have Malik Willis, and I know that earlier in the year, I was... Pretty confident that Malik Willis would be cut by the Titans. And while I still think that can happen, to me, you look, I just think that the Titans would be best to keep all three of the quarterbacks. I think now you can have guys on the roster that don't count towards the game day uh, active roster. And I, I think that's a perfect spot for Malik Willis to be able to to have a spot here unless Will Levis thoroughly outperforms Malik Willis. I don't see why you wouldn't keep both of these quarterbacks. You're going into the last year of Ryan Tannehill's contract. To me, you got to keep all of them. So Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Will Levis, I think it would be smart for the Titans to keep all three of those quarterbacks. So I got all three of them making the team. That's three players at quarterback. I'm going to put the numbers up here so you guys can quickly see what the roster count is. You move to the running back position now. You have Derrick Henry, who, of course, is a lock. 
I think Tajay Spears, the third round pick, absolutely a lock for the Titans as well. But that's that's where it gets a little interesting when you get down below there. I think that Jonathan Ward is a dark horse candidate to make this team. I think he's a guy who has a great opportunity to, to actually stick because of what he can do uh, on the offense, what he can provide in special teams as well. I think he's a kick return option for the Titans that they should be interested in. So for me, I think Jonathan Ward is a guy who's a dark horse candidate to make the team, but I think he's got a really great shot to do so. So I'm going to have him making this roster. Now, Hassan Haskins, look, guys, that's a very difficult conversation to have. We're going to have to see how his how his legal process plays out. If, you know, it turns out that what he was alleged to have done isn't necessarily the case, then I think that will make the team. But right now, with the uncertainty there, I can't count on Haskins being on the team. Uh, also, I think from the same standpoint, Julius Chestnut, I just don't think that Chestnut is a good enough player to stick on the roster. And look, three running backs for the Titans is not a lot of players. I get that. But I think the Titans will be losing mostly special teams value with Hassan Haskins more than they're going to be losing actual running back skill. So if you have Henry Spears and Ward who can give you actual running back skill, you can find special teams value at other positions and have more numbers there. So you're able to have only three players at the running back position. And I think that gives you a good opportunity to add more defensive backs, add more linebackers, add it other places, add more tight ends maybe. I think that would make a ton of sense for the Titans. So let me know if you disagree with my backfield so far. Three quarterbacks, three running backs for the Titans. Uh, again, Haskins is that wild card, but uh, I, I'm going to be safe here and, and say that he doesn't make the team. So that's where I'm at right now with the Titans backfield. We're going to look at the Titans wide receiver group now, which, I mean, obviously that is going to be something that that is interesting to discuss. But for me, I'm just going to cut through a lot of the fluff here. I think a lot of the young wide receivers, you know, Treshawn Harrison here, uh, I don't think he's going to make this team. Uh, same Reggie Roberson, I could see as a practice squad option, but I don't think he's going to make this team. Uh, Gavin Holmes, Jacob Copeland, who I like. Uh, I don't see him as a guy who is going to make this team, although I do like him as a dark horse option. Mason Kinsey, he would have been on the roster consistently by now if if he was a guy who should make the team. That That's just how I see it. I think Mason Kinsey is forever a practice squad level player who the Titans can bring up. I think that he can be an you know, an alternate and backup to Phillips as a as a pure slot guy, but that just doesn't have enough value on the team. Same thing with Karis Jackson from Georgia. Really what the conversation comes down to to me now is Racy McMath versus Colton Dow because you're going to have DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to have Burks. You're going to have Phillips. To me, that's pretty much confirmed. I think Chris Moore and NWI both are guys who are going to make this team. So it comes down to McMath or Dow. And listen, here's one thing that I think is going to stand out in this wide receiver situation is now with Hopkins and Burks and Moore and Phillips, who I think are the four most talented wide receivers on the team, now NWI is a guy who can go back to playing special teams. He can be a primary special teams guy. I think that's something that makes a lot more sense for NWI. He can be that fifth wide receiver but he can also now focus more on being a gunner on punt team, being a coverage guy on kickoff. 
All that stuff that got him in the good graces of the Titans organization early on, I think he can go back to that stuff now and not have to focus on playing wide receiver as much. With that in mind, Colton Dowdemy is a better wide receiver option than Racy McMath. But Racy McMath is the better special teams option. But since NWI can go back to a more special teams-focused role, I think it's Racy McMath that doesn't make this team. I think Colton Dow makes this team as the Titans focus more on their pass game. They've looked for more pass protectors this year than they have run blockers on the offensive line. Mike Grable has talked consistently this year about being better in the passing game and giving the quarterback time to throw, having guys who get open and catch the ball. To me, I think that makes Colton Dow a better option, and I think Colton Dow is a fresher option with him just being in the draft and McMack being around for a while. I think that the the special teams focus that NWI is going to be able to have this year compared to previous years when he had to be a wide receiver more, I think that is going to be huge for the Titans to allow them to add a young guy like Colton Dow instead and have a guy who has maybe a, a little bit more um, ability to actually catch the ball and get open, which is, I think, something the Titans should be focusing on a little bit more. But with that in mind, we're going to continue breaking down the roster. We've talked about quarterback, running back, three at each of those positions. We talked about wide receiver as well, which I'm going to be keeping six of those guys. Colton Dow beating out Racy McMath. We're going to get into the rest of the offense, the defensive line as well. A lot to discuss as I do my 53-man roster predictions going forward. Before we get into the rest of it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is sponsored by Better Help. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more that you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, doing my 53-man roster prediction, diving into the depth chart as well and going position by position to make my numbers, see how I want to put this roster together. We did the quarterback, the running back, the wide receivers. We're going to dive into the trenches of the offense and defense here before we finish with the back seven at the end of the show and the specialist, of course. Can't wait to talk about kicker as well before we get into it. Do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Daily Tennessee Titans content for free all year round. Get subscribed. Stay subscribed. Tomorrow is the first practice 
of training camp for the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to have a full breakdown and a full recap for you guys. Again, make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed, so you don't miss any of the training camp content I'll have for you throughout the next, you know, month and a half as we lead to the season. So excited for all of that. But with that in mind, we are going to dive back into the roster here. Got a lot to discuss still as we talk about how to break this down. Not going to waste any time with you guys. So we talked about running back, quarterback, and wide receiver. We're up to 12 players. And you look at tight end. For me, while the Titans have numbers at tight end, I think that we know, we know there are going to be three players. Aconquo, Wesco, and Wiley. Okay, Aconquo, Wesco, and Wiley, those are pretty much locks, in my opinion. So you're looking at the bottom four. To me, I really like Kevin Rader because he has versatility to be a fullback as well, something that the Titans don't employ uniquely anymore like they did with Torrey Carter, um, Corey Blossom game for a while. The Titans have gone away from having a fullback on the roster and just having a tight end do those responsibilities between Wesco and Raider. I think they'll be good there. So I like Raider on the team. He provides special teams value as well. But as for Elise Mack, Justin Riggs, and even Thomas Odekoye, who um, Titans coaching staff has talked about Thomas Odekoye, said he's made a huge leap so far this offseason. He's an international pathway program guy at tight end. I like all the conversation about him, but I got to remind you that guys like Des Fitzpatrick in the past I've won Titans off-season awards for the work they put in. Thomas Odekoye is a good sto uh, story, but I don't think the Titans keep five tight ends. I think they only keep four. So, in my opinion, I'm going to go with Oconquo, Wesco, Wiley, and Raider as the guys that the Titans actually keep at tight end. So, that, that was my decision-making there, of course. Let me know how you guys feel about my decisions down below. Do you agree, disagree? Who would you keep? How would you guys do the numbers? Let me know. One thing I do want to point out as we get to the offensive line is as the Titans get into the season, Nicholas Petit Ferrer is not going to count against the roster because he's suspended. So he's not going to be there. I personally think that Dylan Radins will be added to the roster at some point this season, but I think he'll start the season on PUP. Maybe you guys think I'm wrong about that, but that's how I feel about NPF and Dylan Radins right now. So... What I'm going to do to make sure that they're accounted for, but we're not throwing off our numbers, I'm going to move NPF down here, and I got to tell you guys, what I think is going to happen, I think that the Titans are still going to add a veteran offensive lineman. I think it's going to be George Fant, but it could be someone else. So I'll go veteran OT right here. I know that may be cheating, but that's what I think is going to happen. I want to account for that to be accurate. So... Veteran offensive tackle, NPF and Raidens aren't going to count towards the Titans roster because I think Raidens will be on PUP. I think NPF, or I don't think NPF will be suspended. So we go from there. And for me, it's about establishing the starting lineup, which we have Dillard, Skaronsky, Brewer, Brunskill, and the veteran offensive tackle, <laughs> George Fant. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, and then after that, what do you need? So... I think you're obviously going to need a backup center. And I think Levin is your number one backup interior offensive lineman. So I think that's a guy that you're going to have there. Also, I think that Jamarco Jones deserves to make this roster. He has a little bit of tackle versatility, but I think Levin's your primary backup at center. Jamarco Jones, your primary backup at guard. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I think Jamarco Jones, again, could play a little bit of tackle in a pinch if he needs to. Same thing with Brunskill. 
could play a little bit of tackle if he needs to. And without NPF or Raidens on the roster for me, that makes it tough because I don't trust any of the other offensive tackles, which would lead me, rather than keeping uh, an inferior option at offensive tackle, I'd rather just have a better interior offensive lineman. And and I think a guy that has obviously caught the eye of the Titans organization as, as an option is Jordan Roos. So I'm going to leave Roos on there. That means Zach Johnson, James MP gone. I think Xavier Newman Johnson is an option for the Titans. Um, but Sean LeGlue, uh, and Juku, Andrew Rupsich, I think these are guys that are all practice squad options. Xavier Newman Johnson or Jordan Roos is a real conversation. It's really tough for me. And as a matter of fact, right now, I'm going to be honest and nope, I'm going to stay with Jordan Roos. I thought I was going to change Xavier Newman Johnson. I think has a ton uh, of potential here to, to be in that Jordan Roos spot. But I think Jordan Roos started a game for the Titans last year. They trust the veteran, especially the win-now situation that the team is in. So I'm going to stick with Jordan Roos. So I'm going to have eight offensive linemen make this roster initially with NPF and Raidens not counting towards it. I think that Roos and probably Jamarco Jones. Well, when, when both these guys come back, I think Roos will be cut. And then the Titans will just keep NPF and Raidens on the roster and rock with nine offensive linemen. But for that initial 53, I'm going to go with these eight offensive linemen, Dillard, Skaronsky, Brewer, Brunskill, a veteran offensive tackle that will be signed in free agency, Jamarco Jones, Corey Levin, and Jordan Roos with NPF and Raidens, of course, not counting towards the roster. So that's where I'm at right there. So that's the entire offense. We have six in the backfield, six at wide receiver. That's 12, four at tight end. That's 16, and then eight on the offensive line. That's 24, so 24 spots taken up by the offense. Let me know if you disagree with anything that I have on the offense right now. But we're going to move to the defensive side of the ball, and we're going to talk about the defensive line. And to me, you have three starters, Jeffrey Simmons, Tier Tart, Danico Autry. They're absolute locks. Uh, after that, things are a competition. But for my money, I don't like Curtis Brooks. Tyler Shelvin, Shaquille Brown, T.K. McClendon. Those are all guys that I don't think are going to make the team. I think the Titans are going to be able to keep two at each spot on the defensive line. And honestly, I would switch Jaden Peavy and Jaleel Johnson right now in terms of uh, their spot on the depth chart. But I like Jaden Peavy going into his second year as an undrafted free agent from last year. A guy with great size, great length, great athleticism. Just needed coached up. And I think having a, a year in the Titans system last year and now having a chance to make the roster, I think Jaden Peavy is a guy who people aren't talking about enough who will make an impact. Naquan Jones, despite a down year last year, I think he's a, a great backup to Tier Tart. I could see him getting beaten out by Tyler Shelvin if the Titans do add a guy like Michael Brockers, a veteran who could play nose tackle. I see Naquan Jones getting beat out there. But as it stands right now, I'm going to go with Naquan Jones and then Jaleel Johnson the veteran who the Titans brought in a couple of weeks ago. I think he makes a ton of sense on the defensive line. So now we'll look at the edge group. Okay. And the edge group to me is really uh, not all that complicated at the end of the day. Had my face covered for most of that time, but I'm sure you guys will, uh, will be okay in the podcast people. Not even know, but looking at the edge group, I, I think things are, are very interesting there. I think there's a really good chance for a young player to come in and kind of upset what, what we think should happen. And I think you have Harold Landry, you have Arden Key, you have Rashad Weaver, Zach McLeod, 
didn't play last year as an undrafted free agent, bounced around a little bit with the Titans. Uh, I don't see the upside there. Thomas Rush, undrafted free agent, uh, out of Minnesota. I like Rush, but I like Caleb Murphy even more, who's the undrafted free agent out of Ferris State, had 40 sacks in the last two seasons in college, incredibly productive. I think the Titans could bank on some of his potential, quite honestly. And what it comes down to at that point is either Caleb Murphy or Sam Okwe-Anonu. And to me, I like Okwe-Anonu. He played in six games for the Titans last year. I would rather have I would I would rather have Okwe Anonu as a practice squad guy. So for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little crazy here, and I'm gonna have Caleb Murphy as the guy who makes it for the Titans. And I'm only keeping four outside linebackers or four edge guys for the Titans. But I think at the end of the day, you need to keep players that are more talented. So if the Titans don't have a lot of talent on the defensive line, if they don't have a lot of talent at edge rusher, don't force it. Don't force it. That's what you shouldn't do, in my opinion. So I I think that the Titans, I know that it's small numbers there, but I think that's what makes the best sense for the Titans to keep the most talented players on this roster. We're going to dive into the rest of the defense. we got to talk about the back seven and special teams in just a moment. Can't wait to continue talking about this, of course. Let me know down below if you disagree with me anywhere. Um, A lot more conversation to come, though. All right, Titans fans, we are going to cap off my 53-man roster Prediction before training camp with the back seven of the defense have gone through the entire offense, the front seven on defense. Going to get that back seven and talk special teams as well. The numbers are piling up here and tough decisions have to be made. Again, let me know down below how you feel about the decisions I'm making and where you would make changes. But before we continue, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Tomorrow is the Titans' first training camp practice of the year. I'm going to have a full breakdown and a full recap for you guys, just like I'm going to have pretty much every training camp practice that's open to the media, at least for you guys throughout the summer as we get closer to these preseason games and ultimately kickoff. Make sure that you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast. It's your team every day. But let's dive back into... My roster predictions here, again, going to the back seven on defense. So far, just to catch you guys up, we got six in the backfield at quarterback and running back. Six at wide receiver, that's 12. Four at tight end, that's 16. Eight at offensive line, that's 24. We kept 10 on the defensive line between the D-line and then edge rusher. So we're looking at 34 spots out of the 53 have been taken so far. And this is where things get interesting. We're going to go to linebacker. And honestly, like I said before, earlier in the show, with the loss of Hassan Haskins, with only keeping six offensive linemen, four edge rushers, I'm looking to stack some other positions with special teams-capable players. Because you're losing some special teams value by only having four outside linebackers. You're losing some special teams value 
by losing Hassan Haskins at running back and only keeping three running backs. So I am going to replace that special team's value at linebacker, where I like a lot of the options that the Titans have. I'm keeping six linebackers out of this group. You have Aziz Alshire, you have Monty Rice, you have Ben Neiman. That's my top three guys I actually want out on the field. I think the Titans are going to keep Jack Gibbons around based on special teams value and what he showed last year in spot minutes. Chance Campbell, who was a sixth-round pick last year, the Titans can keep him around, let him fight as he battles for a special teams role, and then maybe see what he gives you as a linebacker. And we know that Luke Gifford was hired, hired, signed, was signed by the Titans as a guy who is known as a very good special teams player. So for me, I'm keeping all six of these linebackers because three of them are going to be able to give me special teams ability and special teams numbers. And three of them are actually able to play some linebacker for me. And then two of the young guys who are special teamers have a little bit of potential that we can cultivate here while they're on the bench and at the end of the depth chart. I'm keeping all six linebackers. I think that's what makes the most sense for the Titans. And that would get us up to 40 guys total. So we only have 10 more spots available. And it's going to be difficult to decide. Let's dive into the cornerbacks. Get into the secondary here. I think that there are certain cornerbacks that are locks. I think Sean Murphy Bunting, Christian Fulton, Roger McCreary, Elijah Molden, and Caleb Farley are locks. I have talked about Caleb Farley at length. The financial situation, the Titans would lose $2.5 million to cut him. They added Chris Harris, who has a great reputation with young defensive backs. I think you got to give Farley another season, and if it doesn't work out, you cut him after next year, before his fourth year, and you move on. But those five cornerbacks, to me, are locks. The problem is, I think that there's a good chance that Caleb Farley could start the season on PUP. If that's the case, then I can't count him towards the roster. So, with that being said, I think that the Titans have the top four quarter cornerbacks that I talked about, Sean Murphy Bunting, Christian Fulton, Elijah Molden, Roger McCreary. I think that fifth spot is taken by Trey Avery. And then, I know this is crazy, and I don't agree with it. OJ Davis, Stephen Jones, a lot of these young undrafted free agent cornerbacks. Practice squad options. We'll talk about practice squad stuff another day, but because of that special teams value, a guy that the Titans clearly love as a special teams player is Chris Jackson. So with Farley not being on the not counting towards the roster, Sean Murphy Bunting, Christian Fulton, Roger McCreary, Elijah Molden, that's my four. Trey Avery makes it as the fifth as the actual backup outside cornerback for Fulton or Murphy Bunting with McCreary, obviously, as a number one option there, too. And then Chris Jackson, who can also play in the slot if need be. God, it's a disaster, but if need be. Chris Jackson, because of his special teams value, like I talked about earlier, we're stacking some positions because of special teams value where we're thin at other positions. Chris Jackson makes the initial roster until Farley can get back on, and then the Titans will shuffle things. So that right there, one, two, three, four, five, six. That is six 
cornerbacks that I think are going to make this team. So that's quite a bit. Now, we move to safety. And my Lord, this is this is scary. But I'm going to go away from young guys. Uh, Josh Thompson, NFI, don't know if he's going to be back. Don't know if the Titans trust him. Uh, Amani Marsh, Tyreek Jones, Matthew Jackson. I'm going to go with Mike Brown and Shaheem Carter. Carter's been with the Titans organization for a year. They clearly have kept him around for a reason. I think they're excited about his special teams value. Mike Brown is a guy with actual NFL experience who's been around for a little bit. I think the Titans could use to add a safety here if they brought back A.J. Moore. I think that would make sense, and then you could get rid of Brown or Carter. But I think the Titans keep four safeties because Brown and Carter can give them special teams value. Again, we're keeping guys around for special teams value here because we're thin at other positions and losing some special teams value with Haskins. So for me, you add four safeties there. And then, of course, Elijah Molden can act as your third safety defensively. Carter and Brown are more about special teams value. And Brown, if you get in a pinch, you could play him there. So that's four guys there. So that gets us up to 50 players. We know Stonehouse is going to make it. We know that Morgan Cox is going to make it. And it comes down to that kicker battle between Caleb Shuddick and Trey Wolf. I personally think that I like Wolf. I think he gives you more power. I think he's a, a, a bigger body, which could help. I think Wolf is the better player here. Caleb Shuddick, though, is a guy who the Titans really, really like. They clearly really, really like him. So I think he is going to win the battle. I think that Wolf is out of here. And this is the final picture. We have three guys on special teams. And this is the final 53. So if you're listening to the podcast, there is a visual aid for this if you want to check it out. But for my folks at YouTube, let me know where you think I went wrong, what you think of the final product. 53 players. Three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends, eight offensive linemen, six defensive linemen, four edge, six cornerbacks, six linebackers, four safeties, three special teams players. That is my guess right there for the Titans 53-man roster. Obviously, don't think I'm going to get everything exactly right. It's pretty difficult to do that, quite on, you know, with injuries and uh, PUP with Caleb Farley and Dylan Radins and Nicholas Petit for rare suspension and all of the different variables there. There will probably be some turnover in the two weeks after cutdown day and the start of the season, but that's my best guess right now. Let me know what you guys think uh, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Titans first training camp practice tomorrow. I'm going to be back to break it all down with you guys, but uh, had a lot of fun diving into all of that. Hope you guys had a lot of fun with it too. Very excited for the training camp to come as we work through all these different battles. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.